0: Alhamdulillah, Nahmadu, when a Tainu, when a Stavfiru, when wa Uminubihi, when a Tawakkan or min when I would Shururi and Fusina, when in Sayyat Amadina, when Allahu Fala Mudullah, when you did wa Fala Hadiella, la ilaha illallahu, Wahdahu la Shari Kala, when a Shaduan Muhammadan Abduhu wa Rasulu, Arsalahu Bashiram, when a Baina Yadri Sahar. وَمَنْ am اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ رَشَدَ one وَمَنْ the فَإِنَّهُ قَدْ غَوَى إِنَّهُ لا يضر إِلَّا إلا وَلَا ولا اللَّهَ الله the خَيْرِ خير الحديث كتاب الله وخير one who is محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وإن خير الأمور who is وشر الأمور وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة وكل بدعة دلالة وكل دلالة في النار أما بعد قال الله سبحانه تعالى في كتابه الكريم بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمُنُوا تَقُوا الله حَقَّ تُقَاتِهِ وَلَا تَمُوتُنَّ إِلَّا وَأَنْتُمْ مُسْلِمُونَ وقال سبحانه وتعالى في مكان الثاني يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمُنُوا تَقُوا الله وَقُولُوا قَوْلًا سَدِيدًا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم فمن يطيع الله رسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما صدق الله العظيم. I'd like to start the khutbah by thanking Allah Azza wa Jal to give yet another chance to witness the month of Ramadan and we hope and we ask Allah Azza wa Jal to have all our previous sins for forgiven by the mercy of Allah Azza wa Jal. And at the same time, I'd like to congratulate many of you who are almost at the end of their semesters, and among them, many of them will be graduating, whether they are finishing their bachelor's or master's or PhD's. We hope, we ask Allah Azza wa Jal, we make dua for all of them, for success for them in this dunya and the Akhirah. In reference to... The month of Ramadan or the end of the month of Ramadan, let's remember why we fasted and inshallah then we will continue to connect it with current reality. Allah Azza wa Jal says in the Quran regarding the obligation of the fasting in the month of Ramadan, يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, O oh, you who believe that fasting in the month of Ramadan has been prescribed for you, like Allah azza prescribed for the previous nations. So you may perhaps gain the taqwa, gain the consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And remembering what the taqwa is, one of the best examples we can find is when Umar bin Khattab عنه, he asked, Ka'ab bin Malik anh, ubay bin Ka'ab anh, regarding what is taqwa. And in response to that, ubay bin Ka'ab anh, said to Umar al Khattab, Have you passed through, walked through a, a, a path that has thorns with the bushes? How do you walk? And the response of Umar was, You watch out your clothes, you roll it up and you walk it through it so you don't get stuck with the thorns. And Ubayyid, his response was, this is what the taqwa is, this is the consciousness of Allah, meaning that when we are living our lives, we live in a manner that we are watchful of the hudud of Allah, we are watchful of the prohibitions of Allah, we are making sure that we are fulfilling all the commands of Allah, جل, that He has made, us, made them obligatory on us. And that obligation that Allah has placed on us is not limited to only the individual aspect of Islam, rather it is the whole Islam. We have to make sure that we are accountable for all our deeds. Yes, we, were account- we are accountable for fasting. Yes, we are accountable for salah. Yes, we are f- accountable for the Hajj. Yes, we are accountable for our akhlaq. But we are also, besides all those Individualistic obligations that we have, we as Muslims are obliged about the communal and the societal obligations as well. We are accountable in front of Allah Let's not forget that, let's not be the one who tried to break or to take the part of the book and reject the other part. We have to take the whole Quran, the whole book of Allah جل, along with the Sunnah of Muhammad وسلم, as a whole. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Talk about that. <laughs> SubhanAllah. Allah is very clear about this. But are you the one who take the part of the book and reject the other part? Allah is saying if that is the case, we are the one who are dividing the Islam That this is the part of Islam, I'll follow. This is the part of Islam, I will not follow. Allah is warning us. For the people like them, they will be facing not only the humiliation in this dunya for doing the act like that, but there is a severe punishment waiting for people like them on the Day of Judgment as well. Yes, we would like to remember all the glad tidings Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed on us. But let's not be the one who forgets the warnings from Allah as well. They both go hand in hand. We cannot just talk about the glad tidings that Rasulullah wa sallam, as a bashir came, but he was also came as a nadir, as the one who warned us. One who war- and that's not only him, all the messengers came as the Mundareen, the one who warned us about the punishment from Allah Azza wa So the both things have to be there. The hope from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness. Hope to enter into Jannah has to be there. At the same time, we have to have this understanding. If we are not fulfilling what Allah has commanded us, then there is a punishment waiting for us as well. So when we talk about taqwa, we came out of the month of Ramadan. We fasted for 29 straight days. And we were more watchful of our actions in the month of Ramadan than any other month. And it's almost as if Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala has this made this month by taking the Shaytan out of the equation, and leave you without the Shaytan. What you do, do as much practice as you want. Now it's a preseason game going on. You are going to be playing against somebody soon, right? Now you're just playing with your, within yourself, within your own nufus, within your own souls, yourself and other Muslims around you or non-Muslims around the people around you. Shaytan have been taken away. But the ikhtiyar, the choice is not taken away from us. Whether we do halal or haram, the choice is still there. Fujuraha wa Allah has inspired in us the fujur and the taqwa. Najdain, Allah has given us two paths. Taking shaitan away does not mean the choice has been taken away. Allah has given us two paths. I will continue to have these two paths. Okay, now moving on. This idea of Ramadan, let's keep this in mind, keep this in focus about the month of Ramadan. This we have continuously, we were probably were doing more ibadah than in any other month. And this is a preparation for the rest of the 11 months that we will be living. How we behave in the rest of the 11 months. It's like this, the things that we repeat over and over, is easier to recall. So for 29 days, is straight we will engage in this consciousness that we are fasting. We are fulfilling the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are staying up during the night, extra night at the time than the regular nights. Now, it, is, it should become easier for us to have the taqwa that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to gain out of the month of Ramadan. Out of the fasting in the month of Ramadan. Many of us went for Salatul Eid. Over there when we go for Salat-eid, Imam will get up and he will tell us how to pray the Salat-eid. This is something we do twice a year. So we realize that people forget how to even pray Salat-eid. And even when he tells us, explains to us how to pray, many of us are in the Qiyam and some of them are in the Ruku' while Imam is doing the extra takbirat. That is because of the concept that the things that we repeat more and more, It's easier for us to recall. I'm not going to get up here and explain how to pray two rakaaf for Salatul Jum'ah. Because we do it all the time. Nobody gets up and talks about Salatul Dhuhr and Aisha and Fajr and all those Salat, how to pray. But when we come to Salatul Aish, why? Because this is something we don't do much. Why, when we go to Salatul Janazah, we see it is repeated for us how to pray. So that is a practice. So something we do it over and over, it becomes easier. So that's what we are looking for, the taqwa Allah wants us to achieve out of the month of Ramadan, out of fasting. Now, this taqwa, as I'm saying, taqwa is not limited to a certain acts. It is about living a life in the consciousness, consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Today, as I was reading the news, and I'll talk about the news, and that will be the main part, part about the khutbah today, inshaAllah that uh, about the abortion pills, they're trying to pass some law. For, I guess, they tried to do in Texas, it did not work out, and now they're trying to do in Minnesota, and we're going back and forth. And that is going along with one of the laws that was reversed last year, which was Roe versus Wade. And I'm not going into the detail of the fiqh regarding this issue, what Islam says about that, Rather, I want to talk about, highlight the aspect of what the people are doing by man- man-made laws. Because this man-made law was passed in 71 or 72 that, the, that allows the people to do the abortion. And over the 50 years, 49, 50 years, when the law was in, ta- in act, in the United States, only the ones which are documented about 50 to 60 million abortions happened during this time. And now the law is reversed. So either there was the wrong law to begin with, and 50 to 60 million human lives were lost, which is about, by the way, more than 50% of the countries in the world that has a lower population, combined their population is less than that number. So you're wiping out all those countries think of that by these abortions that many people you're talking about think of Chicago land you're talking about wiping out Chicago land 10 times not once that's what it means by the number of people were aborted as i said it's not the discussion here in the khutbah about the fiqhah of what islam says about this rather the point here is to understand when man takes this charge of making laws, which is not his task. This is not for to him. It belongs to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and when the man makes it, he may not get it right, may not get it right. But the source itself is incorrect, because hukum belongs to Allah Allah is the one who decides what is right and what is wrong. He is the one who is all-knowing. He is the one who is the creator of the heavens and the earth and uh, everything in between. And when we talk about this abortion, it's not only that the abortion is happening here. It's happening all across the world where people, man, today, the the world is living under man-made laws. It is causing all sorts of corruption besides just talking about abortion, though. In China and India... Alone, these two countries, the biggest democracy of the world, India, they have over 15 million abortions every year. In China, the number is not far away. It's about 13 million. Combining them together, it's about 28 plus million babies are aborted every year. And what I have not mentioned here about this, just these two countries, why they have abortions like that. It's not only the abortion of the babies. It's actually more focused towards aborting girls. Anybody who is aware of the culture in India or in China. The reason China was doing more and more girls abortions, because of the one child policy they had for decades, which they just lifted, And India, culturally, for them, it's an embarrassment if the girl is born in a family. Like Allah talks about the kuffar before the Rasulullah was sent in Mecca. Their faces used to turn black. A girl is born. To the extent, they used to bury their daughters alive. Many of them buried their daughters alive. When Rasulullah was appointed as Prophet in the days of Jahiliyyah, this is what they did. Well, now we have become very sophisticated. We don't let them even born. We find out through ultrasounds, is going to be a girl. This is the results that we are seeing. This is the Jahiliyyah, the peak of the Jahiliyyah. The people have entered by abandoning the commands of Allah Azza wa by abandoning. To live by what Allah, the creator of the heavens and the earth, has revealed. By abending in a different way the commands of Allah, by secularizing the deen and thinking, I am very holy when I fast in the month of Ramadan, I go do the qiyam, I do for salah five times a day in the masjid, with the, in the jama'ah, and do the hajj. But when it comes to life affairs, throw Islam on the side. That is also amending Allah Azza wa Jalla. Let's not be the one thinking the abandoning the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is only restricted to when I'm not praying and I'm sitting in front of a statue or idol and worshiping. There are many ways of abandoning the, your Rabb, Allah Azza, wa jal, from whom we are supposed to take the commands of Allah Azza wa jal, to live our lives with. And this same concept about the abortion, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has, has put it together. In Surah Tatakwir in a very beautiful way, in an amazing manner. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Allah subhanahu wa says when the sun will be wrapped up, wrapped up will lose its shine, lose its heat. The one which is a source for life for many of us. That will be wrapped up. Talking about celestial bodies to be destructed that day, talking about the day of judgment. Why when the Nujumun when the stars will be falling, they are much, much bigger than you and me, all together combined, even bigger than the earth itself. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, why the Jibal when the mountains will be like flowing, like they will become light like that, they will not be installed, anymore, they will not be they're not installed under the ground. And they will be flying, Allah talks about another person, and they will be like woolen, like the wool. Then Allah says, When the 10-month 10 10 months pregnant she-camel, people will not care about. When you talk about 10-month pregnant she-camel, that means one of the most precious things you can think of, imagine, living in the desert. You can think about your, whatsoever the most expensive cars out there to own, and then you don't care who come and scratch the car, who come and have, uh, bump into your car, because the day will be so severe, talking about the Day of Judgment, that you would not care about that. the When the beasts will be together, subhanAllah, they will be gathered. Beasts, whether it's a goat, or a lamb, or, or a lion, or a tiger. They will be sitting and watching what's going on. They will not care about who to hunt now. Because the day will be so severe. وَإِذَا <inaudible> That the, the seas will be ablaze to fire. The one which water can be a cause to extinguish the fire, Allah is saying, that very same sea will be ablaze. It will be caused, it will be, the fire will be on it. SubhanAllah, the day it is. Then Allah said, Why Nufus is wajah. The day when the Nufus, the souls, will be gathered. Mufassirin talk like that. The, the, the souls, soul to the body, it means one. And second meaning of that is, the, the good souls will be gathered with the good souls, and the bad souls will be gathered with the bad souls. So if you love the person today, you like to be like them today, you will be gathered with them. You like the celebrities? Who are doing all sorts of haram, try to be dressed up like them, act like them, okay would you like to be gathered on the day of judgment with them? Or those politicians who are calling people towards kufr and then we go and try to be with them or support them for their actions what they are doing, which means by that is they are the one who are calling people do the, 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 the one of the attributes of Allah Azza wa Al Hakim the one who gives the Hukum and we say, no, 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 these politicians, the one going to make the rules for us, the just rules, we're going to get the justice from them, not from Allah Azza wa would you like to be with them on the day of judgment and therefore Allah is ta'ala saying that that day Allah will say, the is those souls will be gathered the like souls will be gathered with the like people Good will be the good, the good. Bad will be the good, the bad. And the good and bad comes from Allah Azza wa Jalla. He's the one who defines what is good and what is bad. After saying all these such big, huge celestial bodies will be destroyed. And the, the, these kind of actions will be happening. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about that. That day when this ma'udah, that's female. The, the, the baby who was, who's who who's been killed She will be asked Which sin that she was killed for? Why was she killed? Allah has made this issue Of a small girl Such a huge thing That Allah is comparing With all these destructions of the, of the world And then talk about this That shows Allah is the one Who's speaking on the behalf Of the girl Islam came and uplifted the, 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 the status of the women. The time when the people were thinking of whether the girls even have, women even have souls or not. It's not long ago, 16th, 17th century. It's not long ago, in 1920, they were thinking of, they, they gave, OK, they can go and vote. Yesterday, I was giving a talk to some of the Catholic uh, uh, students from high school and talking about the very same subject. And it came out to be, even the teacher himself said, now the Pope is deciding if the women can vote or not in their own things, in Christianity. Now they are giving the vote. In Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives this, this, the, this, the, uh, the, the, this idea that women can vote, not in the sense of what we say to vote today, but give the ba'a to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Before the migration from Mecca to Medina, women were involved among them. Along with the men. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala raised the status of a woman by not just giving that they can give the bay'ah, but the mother becomes the one under whose feet is the Jannah. Mother is the one who, about which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah wa ta'ala has mentioned in one of the hadith when he was asked that who has the most right? Rasulullah said your mother. And then it was asked again, then who? And then your mother. And then who? Third time and mother. Fourth time he said your father. So the status of the woman raised like that as a mother, if she is a daughter or she is a sister, and the one who will raise them well for the, and get them married, they can guarantee become a source for the person, the father or the brother to enter into Jannah. And if a, when a woman is a wife, one of the Hadith says, this is the best thing a man can have in this world is the pious wife. This is what it means by to be a woman in Islam. It's not the way the West is talking about the Muslim women in Islam, as Islam is oppressing them. Rather, Islam comes and gives the due rights to the male or female because it's coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And if we continue to live and decide our matters by us as individuals, or as, as community, as majority, or a king, or this or that, we will continue to oppress the mankind. Today we're just talking about abortion, we can talk about any other rules. It comes and go. And the only way to get the justice, the only way we can get the just laws, it has to go back to Allah. Ta'ala. Because the laws that come from Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, are the one which are the just because it's coming from the creator of the heavens and the earth, the all-knowing, the one who is unbiased, the one who is not in need of you and me. He does not have to please any community, any race, or anybody because he is independent of all. So when he is giving the rules and laws and regulations to us, they are the just laws. And that's the only way that we are going to get justice. And when I'm talking about this, going back to what I started with, inshallah, I'll conclude, which is when we were talking about the month of Ramadan. We finished the month of Ramadan, we want to gain the taqwa, and we hope that we have gained the taqwa out of fasting the month of Ramadan. Let's practice that as, in, as a way of life, and remember our obligations. If Islam is not in practice, then it is an obligation on us to bring in practice. As individuals, as and as a community, as an ummah, as an estate. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, and Sirah are available at IslamPodcasts.com as well as on iTunes.